The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true Savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Well, happy Saturday afternoon, listeners. This is Jim Moore with the R3 Collaborative, and you're one of your hosts for Prison Transformation Radio. Uh, Kind of excited about the show today because we get to put the spotlight on the R3 Collaborative, and so we'll have plenty of time to talk to you about that, and uh, just uh, really looking forward to this time with you. So hello, Pastor Dwight. How have you been? Good, Jim. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited today. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. too. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's a wonderful thing and an answer to prayer to be able to have this prison transformation radio to make a difference in the lives of people that are out there listening to us today. Yeah. And we've had just in the last couple of weeks, some remarkable guests, mm-hmm. you know, Prison Fellowship Academy and then Angel Tree Ministry. And and we have Dave Kepner with... Uh, with new creations coming on next week. And then the weeks after that, we have some of the senior leaders from Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, which are going to help us understand the understand the role that addiction plays in incarceration, mm-hmm. as well as the addictive thinking and criminal thinking and all of those things that need to transform to. And we don't often mention the byline for the show, but change hearts with Christ. Mm-hmm. That's where the transformation happens. Amen. And so, so I'm going to actually... Ask Pastor Dwight to take the lead on interviewing since I am We have a the special guest. guest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have so a special guest. I, I will mention this. Please uh, do have your pencils ready as the program goes on because we're going to give you a lot of resources today with R3 that uh, websites you can get in touch with and folks you can get in touch with to not only get resources for people, but also resources that you might want to get involved with. Yes. So Jim is our guest today. He is the executive director of the R3 Christian Collaborative. It's located right here in the Twin Cities, Mm -hmm. and it's a wonderful, wonderful program. So Jim, tell us a little bit about the R3. It's an unusual name, and tell us about the work that you do. Well, actually, I prefer the original name, the Christian Collaborative. Uh, but it, And that was about 10 years ago, and I'll give you a history in a minute. But in, in trying to appeal to a broader group, we are still decidedly Christian. And, and you hear that in uh, what the three R's are, recovery, reentry, and renewal. So this is, if you can think of R3 Collaborative as a clearinghouse of resources, ministries that are devoted to, and recovery has to do with people coming out of treatment, transitional housing, jobs, mentors. The second R, reentry, is for folks coming out of prison. Mm-hmm. And often there's a lot of overlap, but here's my favorite R, renewal. Mm-hmm. And that means renewal in Christ, changing hearts in Christ. So so I think just within the R3, that gives you the whole sense as to what the collaborative is about. Gosh, over about a thousand mentors, or members rather. Members. I wish it was a thousand mentors, <laughs> but a thousand members and a lot of these are ministries, some of them large, many of them small, prison ministries, again, recovery ministries. And a lot of those thousand folks are just folks 
that are involved in supporting these ministries. Well, tell us how it all got started, Jim. When did it start and how did it get well, started? Well, let's go back. Now, it was a little more than 10 years ago. And there was, uh, it was actually a, a, a joint venture between what I call the big five. There have historically in, in Minnesota and in Twin Cities been five very large long-term Christian recovery programs. I was involved and, and have been involved for the last 10 years with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Uh, there's also the Salvation Army has the ARC. The ARC program is Adult Rehabilitation Center. Uh, Union Gospel Mission, a lot of folks don't know, they have the Christ Recovery Center. Uh, a couple of my years in Teen Challenge were advocating for treatment in um, to get people to go to Teen Challenge or the judges to let people go to Teen Challenge <clears throat> instead of to prison. Mm-hmm. And, and yet two-thirds of the people in court got sentenced to prison. So mm. we told them, find out about Prison Fellowship Academy. Right. That's a year or so long recovery program. So, so the point is with our three, we found that we were all operating as individual operators, each trying to fill the beds and do our ministry. And I don't know who got it. I, I think Jesus had the idea and somehow whispered in these leaders' ears, why don't you collaborate? Right. Why don't you lock arms? Why don't we do mutual referrals? And if we can join together as a body, and so those were the organizations that started it. They started reaching out to, again, prison ministries, other treatment providers. And the idea was rather than get people in a certain program, how about if we get the right person to the right resource mm-hmm. at the right time? So it's just been a blessing, collaborative, sharing, working together network for over 10 years now. That's awesome. That's awesome. Maybe share a personal story of your faith journey and how you got involved in the R3. Well, you know, my... And I've, I've kind of touched on that a little bit. I've, I've been involved with uh, Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge for 10 years. And a lot of my work there has been in the aftercare program. And what I found in this, I think you find this just in all honesty around any treatment program, a lot of people relapse. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to reentry from prison, a lot of people, in fact, maybe the majority sometimes of people recidivate. Two which out of means three. Yeah, two out of three. So it is within three years. Yeah, I I would guess it's similar to that with treatment. Um, Someone once the 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 large or the main number for people relapsing is about nine out of ten. Wow. People who go to a thirty day treatment uh, relapse within within a few months. It's part of recovery, though. That's what some people say is relapse is part of recovery. The research shows that the longer you're in treatment, the higher the probability of staying sober. Mm -hmm. So that's why these. Big Five I talked about um, have year-long right. recovery, Christ-centered programs to right. work with. So in working with the aftercare department at Teen Challenge, I just said, we got to give resources for these people. And so that's what got me involved with R3. I said, hey, we don't have to run all over the cities. We can go to one place every month. These people come together. They share information. And so that was my journey to R3 was was engaging in that. And so... You know, so the stories I find is, again, the tragic stories in working with Teen Challenge is, um, you know, a lot of people walk free, but a lot of people relapse. Mm -hmm. But I'm finding with the Christian recovery community, uh, the odds of people walking free just skyrocket. Amen. Amen. The name of Jesus. Amen. (laughs) Makes a difference. I heard there's power in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) Amen. 
Well, we're listening. If you just tuned in, we're listening to you're listening to KKMS 980 The Mission, and this is Prison Transformation Radio. I'm Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association, and I'm interviewing our co-host, who is also the director of the R3 Collaborative, um, Jim Moore. And so, Jim, maybe now would you talk a bit more about the purpose and mission of yeah. R3? And I don't know if there's a scripture that kind of captures it. Or uh, you can think about that, but talk about the purpose and the mission about what R3 is is trying to accomplish. Well, I don't always get all the addresses right in Scripture. But there's one Scripture that comes to mind for me around the R3 Collaborative is that when he said, this is the red ink, he said, when two or more come together in his name, he is there in the midst of us. Amen. And to me... When we get out of our respective treatment programs and programs and housing and come together and work in concert, he is in the midst. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you know, we've talked a lot on this show. It's an epidemic. Uh, prisons are overflowing the opiate epidemic, and more people are dying from opiate overdoses than yeah. from car crashes. Mm-hmm. And so, so we need him, and we need him to be in the midst of us. Amen. I think Amen. a good way, I was thinking about this, to describe the kind of services that we provide in R3 is we basically built it around about 20 years of research, which we really try to do that in terms of having what are called best practices. And so over the 90s, in the 90s, they researched about 10,000 people coming out of prison and coming out of treatment. And they looked at those over a couple of years who walked free who had transformed, changed lives, who had jobs, who did, who, if they did relapse, they got up again. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. they did recidivate, they, they, when they got to prison, they turned their lives around. Right. And so the research was interesting. It, they found what are called the four pillars of recovery. Mm-hmm. And for those people that walk free, there are four things that were common to all of them. And they even prioritized them. And these are the four things we seek to provide resources with, with R3. Mm-hmm. The most important thing is a go-to person. In the AA tradition, we think of that as a sponsor, someone who's been through addiction, someone that can walk you through the 12 steps. But what we found with Teen Challenge, um, although we honor the 12-step program and sponsors, it can be a mentor. Mm-hmm. It can be a Christian mentor, right. a Christian lifestyle coach. But So number one, you have to have a mentor, sponsor, a go-to person. Number two, AA tradition, you got to go to groups. Mm -hmm. You got to go to AA meetings. Um, But what we've also found is we honor and support that, but there are Christian recovery groups. Mm -hmm. Celebrate recovery. Yes. These are parts of churches. Mm -hmm. They meet uh, some night during the week or on the weekend. Quest 180 with Eagle Brook Church Mm -hmm. has a phenomenal uh, Christian recovery meeting at all of their campuses. Mm -hmm. Fresh Start at Grace Church in Eden Prairie. So Mm -hmm. you, you find hundred at least a hundred christian recovery groups around the twin cities so right. the second most important thing is a support group and what we have found even more than a support group a christian community right. we want to get people plugged into churches right. and then on the more tangible side the third most important thing structured living uh, people have heard of halfway houses for three to six months after treatment or after prison People need to have a structured, supportive, accountable environment. 
And these, we refer to this as transitional housing Mm -hmm. or transitional housing programs. And a lot of folks representing these ministries will be on the show in in the months ahead. And the final thing is, and this is coming up next week with Dave and New Creations, we got to get a job. Right. How about get a career? Yes. You know, how about getting a better life than I had before Amen. so I don't have to Amen. hold my breath? So Amen. the fourth pillar of recovery is education, work, and having a career. Mm-hmm. And if we can, Dwight, if we can get people getting all those legs of the table stable, oh, they got a shot at, at a changed heart and a transformed life. Amen. Amen. So if someone's listening today and they need to start those with those four pillars— how can they connect or how can they get take an action step here today? What would be an action step for someone? On- you know, I think I think probably the first and easiest step is to go to the R3 Collaborative website. Okay. And that's R3, the number three, R3collaborative.org. Mm-hmm. And they will find a, a wealth of resources there if they're looking for resources or they'll find listings of, of these different ministries that they can get engaged with. And so that would be, a, a, I think, a great step to, to get more information in that way. And uh, we can help them with that. So Jim, what are some of the greatest needs that you have? Or how can people pray? Or how can they be involved with the well, R3 Collaborative? And, and I think you'll see these opportunities. Which I, and I know a lot of the folks out there, you know, you're driving in your car, you're listening maybe to a podcast or listening live mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the show right now. Um, but you're... People, I think a lot of us feel a nudge to do something. Mm-hmm. And so I think the blanket thing that we can all do is pray for these folks. Amen. Pray for these ministries. Pray for the men and women in prison. And addiction is just another kind of prison. So just be a prayer warrior. In fact, if you see the Teen Challenge Choir at your church, mm-hmm. one of the things they're going to ask you to sign up is to be a prayer warrior. Yes. Just keep us in thought. Yeah, um, and your website yeah. has a list of all those members, right, or organizations? Well, it has a list. It's kind spread. of categorized around transitional mm-hmm. housing and prison ministries. So, um, so pray you can, pray, you can yeah. pray through that list. Right. And, right. you know, or you can... The, the web, their websites are attached. You can get in touch. And so like water, we seek our own level. Mm-hmm. So maybe for some folks, they'll, they want to explore volunteering. And there's a lot of easy ways to get involved. You could explore mentoring. You could ex- mm-hmm. explore, you know, inviting some of these folks to your church to help your church get involved. And so, and I think, you know, something you'll often hear from ministries is we need fuel. Mm-hmm. And fuel in business, that's my background, and in ministry is funds. Money. We yeah. need, yeah, you need yeah. the funding. So, uh, you know, you can you can certainly donate to the R three Collaborative. It'll help us with our work. But you can also you, you're going to have a, a list of folks you could donate to, and the more you can help fund us and fuel us, the more people we can reach. How many churches belong to the R three Collaborative? Do we need to reach out? And have more churches join, or what's what do you think is? The we situation? do have a number of churches that are very involved in R three, and typically, these are the churches that really have a heart for recovery, mm-hmm. and often it's the pastor um, or a local missions team's pastor. I think of again, I mentioned Eagle Brook mm-hmm. and their Quest one eighty, so they're a real right. recovery oriented church. Uh, River Valley Church, uh, Pastor Dave Phillips, they actually have one of their lead pastors focuses on prison missions mm-hmm, and prison, mm-hmm. min- prison ministry yeah. uh, across the state. Plymouth Covenant Church, mm-hmm. um, you can, they have a, a local missions team 
where they actually help people plug into. In a couple of weeks, we're going to have Pastor George Kenworthy from Wyzetta Free Church. He's raising up a band of mentors uh, from their church to help get people involved. So, so that's a handful. But all of these things, so it's not just for individuals to volunteer. If you're a pastor, if you're a member of a church, and we can help connect you with some of these churches. You can support their ministries or start your own. And what does it cost to join, or how do you become a member of the R3? Club? You know, it's really easy. It doesn't cost anything. <laughs> I like that. You know, what we really, like what really our, our members are, are people that we communicate with monthly. And we, we send out a monthly announcement of every month we have what we call an R3 networking meeting. You, can, you get to go behind the scenes and come and visit one of these facilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in January, Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge is going to open up the doors for people to come behind the scenes, meet some of the senior leaders of Teen Challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in February, we're out at the Freedom Works Transitional Program. Uh, we're going to be visiting the ARC program at Salvation Army. And so if you give us your email and contact information, then I think that's, you said one step. Maybe that's a yep. good step. Then we can just keep you posted and give you announcements and how to come to these meetings and get involved. Would it be okay to tell them now how invite them to the next one? It's in January. Can you yeah, give us on some details? The, the Minnesota next Adult meeting. and Teen Challenge Open House Networking Meeting is going to be on Thursday, January 18th. And what typically these meetings are is from 11 o'clock to noon, it's an open networking meeting. And these are leaders and ministries get together and see how they can collaborate and people who are interested in exploring getting involved with these ministries can meet these folks. Mm-hmm. And then we have a free lunch. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's sandwiches. At Teen Challenge, it's going to be all the pizza you can eat. I like but it. that's the networking hour that happens. And right. so that's where... And it's usually the third Thursday. It's always the third right. Thursday of each month. And again, we can give you directions and, and information on how to get to those. So what do you think uh, some of the... Uh, problems that your organization is addressing specifically. I'll give you a specific one, and and, and this is probably a good place to come to focus. The biggest problem that I found with Teen Challenge, and we still find now, is you have literally tens of thousands of people in need of resources. Imagine they're on one cliff. Mm -hmm. And on another cliff, on the other side of a crevasse, are all these ministries and resources that are available, but there's no bridges, Dwight. There's a rope bridge. People don't know how to connect between the two. So one of our 2018 initiatives is going to be what we call the Clearinghouse Project. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be through the R3 Collaborative website, creating a database, um, technology-based system where people needing resources can input their needs. Mm -hmm. And then what will come back to them are specific ministries that are tailored to address those needs or someone volunteering. They can input what they're interested in, right. and then what will come back to them is contact information for the ministries. That's so wonderful. that seems to be the biggest need is connecting people with resources, and we're praying for the Clearinghouse Project as a way to do that. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. If you just tuned in, you're listening to KKMS 980, the mission radio station, and we have a weekly broadcast here. It's called Transformation, oh, sorry, Prison Transformation Radio. There you go. <laughs> It's on at 1 o'clock Central Time here in the Twin Cities, and you can download the podcast, too, online. And um, I'm one of the co-hosts, Pastor Dwight Anderson. I'm with Prison Mission Association, and I'm interviewing Jim Moore, who's the director and is also a co-host of this show. He's the director of the R3 Collaborative. Now, um, Jim, you 
you have some testimonials, or did you want have anybody um, share well, a little bit I've, about? I think so. I think we're kind of approaching the end of our time. Okay. Though, so what we're going to do is most of the guests in the weeks ahead are going to be the our three ministries, and we're going to have each of them give a testimonial okay. as to what their involvement is okay. with our three. But in, as it's kind of time to wrap up and close, I want to give a couple of those resources, Dwight. I mentioned mm-hmm. if, people, if people have a pencil handy. But also remember this, as Dwight mentioned, if you miss any of today's show or any other programs, here's the number one website, am980themission.com. Mm-hmm. Under the Programs tab, go to Podcasts, and you can hear any of these resources talk you can review the yep. information and Download review their them. website yep. so so remember that here's a telephone number i'd like you to remember 612 freedom that is if you are struggling yourself with addiction know anyone that's struggling in addiction or needs help that is the telephone number for minnesota adult and teen challenge 612 f r e e d o m You'll reach someone with Teen Challenge, and they will, they will provide counseling and support. And it not even if it's not necessarily Teen Challenge, they'll help you get to the right resource at the right time. And again, for all other needs, please visit us at at the R three Collaborative. And remember that uh, in January we're going to kick off the year, January eighteenth. Please come to Teen Challenge. Hmm. Come behind the scenes and see what what goes on in the heart and soul of one of these ministries. And then, of course, there's Prison Prison Mission Association. Yes. We're talking about going behind behind the lines into the prison right. with correspondence courses. So, so please, Pastor Dwight, tell us a little bit more about Prison Mission Association and how to how to connect with an actual prison ministry. Yeah, our goal at, at Prison Mission Association is reaching prisoners for Christ, helping inmates reach inmates by providing, uh, helping plant churches behind bars by providing them with Bible correspondence courses. And um, if anybody's listening to this podcast or the radio show and they have a loved one that's in prison, they can sign them up. Contact me at our website. Our website is prisonmission.org. You can request the Bible studies, and they can actually earn college credit by taking those courses. And um, just really briefly, I'd like to give a quick testimonial for the please. R3, oh, though. Please do. Because uh, I, when I became the director in 2014, a good friend of mine, Scott White, who's the president of Adolph and Peterson, he introduced me to Dave Strickler. And we went out to lunch, and he said, you need to come to the R3 collaborative meetings. Yeah. And I said, yeah, that is that sounds wonderful. So I started going to that, and I've been coming ever since, and I really learned a lot and be able to be encouraged by others of like mind. And um, it's it, they're just real. It's really a loving, uh, cooperative, where you can help one another and because one person can't do everything, and so all of our ministries are working together in yeah, coordination and you. collaboration. So I think it's awesome. Yeah. And uh, next week, we're going to have um, Dave Kepner, who took our Prison Mission Association lessons while he was in prison. He got out about a year ago, and he's continuing to still do our lessons, but now he started a new ministry called New Creations, which will help people coming out of prison or maybe coming out of addictions, coming out of Teen Challenge, and looking for Perfect. a job. He's going to be equipping them and training them in, in auto mechanics, and he'd like to get other tradesmen actually on board to maybe carpentry work or other things Excellent. where he's going to teach people. And then after that, um, the following show will be Saul Selby, 
who is a vice president of the clinical services at Teen Challenge. Yep. And we're going to get a little more inside. So the next couple of weeks, be sure to tune in, let people know to listen to Prison Transformation Radio. And now um, we're kind of towards the end of the of the show here, so I'd like our special guest oh. to close him, us out in prayer. Would you, yeah, Jim? I would, I would love to. And just uh, Father God, Jesus Christ, Holy Son of God, Holy Spirit, thank you for this time this afternoon. Thank you for being with us in our cars, in our offices, in our homes, as, as we've been turning our heart to the lost, those, Jesus, that, that you asked us to come alongside of and to visit. And I just, I just pray for your blessings over all of these ministries, but, but especially I just want us to pray for the men and women that are, as we speak, in prison. Mm-hmm. I want to pray for the men and women who, as we speak, are, are in the prison of an addiction or of a lifestyle mm-hmm. and, and they're just trying to find their way out of their way out of a hole so please jesus come alongside of us and lead us to them so that that we can join them and with your help mm. help them have a changed heart yes, in christ amen we'll see you next week jim amen amen in the name of jesus.